Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and even though it's October, we're talking Christmas. We're talking Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas. This was the first weekend of the countdown, and um, as you might know, this year it's a little different. There's uh, new movies every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that's just on Hallmark Channel. There's a whole other schedule of Christmas movies coming to um, coming to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and it's, it, there's so much Christmas content this year from BET, from Amazon, from Netflix, uh, Lifetime. Everybody's doing Christmas movies. But I am a sucker for Hallmark Christmas movies. They're just, there's something about them. I love them. I love all Christmas movies. I can't, you can't go wrong with Christmas movies. So it was really exciting. Even though it's October, I get excited when I get to watch Christmas movies. And um, you can bet that I'm watching those Christmas movies in July and I'm watching them now. So this week, um, there were three new premieres, and I thought we would just kind of talk about them a little bit, and um, they're all very different from each other, and I think that's a good thing. I think it's good that they mix it up, because one of the criticisms of Hallmark movies is that they're predictable, and really, the only predictable element that I see is that you end up in a happy place at the end. It's The journey is what the story is all about, and how you get to that happy ending is what makes each movie unique. And um, this year, it's a strong showing, and I think one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a while actually premiered this, this weekend, so I'm really excited about that. So jumping into it, the first movie that premiered on Friday was Noel Next Door. It stars, it stars Natalie Hall and Corey Sevier, as a, a couple, um, a couple of neighbors, but they don't know their neighbors, and that's what makes it really fun. She is a single mom raising a son, and he is a single neighbor dealing with uh, kind of the aftermath of a, a nasty divorce and um, the effects of having a stroke, and he's recovering from the stroke that he had. And when her son is. Uh, He's out, you know, doing things that boys do, and um, it upsets the neighbor, shall we say. And uh, so young Henry, that's the the son, um, you know, he does things, you know, like like I said, every every kid does. He plays, he's playing soccer, but he uses the neighbor's wall as a backdrop for his uh, soccer ball backstop, and um, the neighbor doesn't like that. Jeremy doesn't like that. So Henry runs home and tells his mom that he was scolded by this really grumpy neighbor, and and um, she doesn't like that. And uh, oh, and and of course her name is Noel, so that's that's a huge part of it. So Noel doesn't like that grumpy neighbor Jeremy is scolding her son Henry, and um, finds out from other neighbors that he is just a big Scrooge, and he does he doesn't like the carolers. He doesn't like the tree set up in the, in the, the common area of the neighborhood. Um, so he just has this reputation. What she doesn't realize, because she is a waitress at a popular cafe in town, is that she's already met her neighbor, but she doesn't know that they're the same person. And she actually starts falling for him over the course of the story. And so when she finds out that he is the same person. She's actually really upset because she doesn't like how he spoke to her son. And, you know, 
things happen and then there's the happy ever after. And I won't spoil it for you, for you, but, um, I will say this. It was, it was a very interesting story. It was very different because it wasn't, you know, Jeremy was not a nice guy and Henry was actually kind of obnoxious. Like the character was horribly obnoxious, uh, actually. And I'd be kind of annoyed if I had a kid in my neighborhood doing the stuff that Henry was doing. So I actually don't blame Jeremy for being a Scrooge in this case. He was Scroogey in other areas, but when it came to Henry, Henry was kind of asking for it. And of course, Noelle being a single mom and being, you know, on her own, she was protecting her son, which is noble, but her son was kind of a jerk. So there was that too. So it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite movie, but it wasn't a bad movie. I did think it was a little odd that they chose to have um, an actor who is able-bodied playing an actor or playing a character who had had a stroke. Um, he had, he used to use, required the use of a cane and he had, uh, um, wasn't able to use his arm. And that was one of the things that did stand out to me because it just struck me as, you know, you probably could have gotten somebody to play that role. There was no reason not to find somebody who maybe was dealing with a similar issue. Um, and I know I saw a few people commenting on that on social media. So, um, but I do have to say that, that Corey Sevier was actually really good in the role, um, in terms of being an actor. So, you know, I, I, it's, it's a touchy area and I do want to acknowledge it and, um, acknowledge that, you know, they probably could have found a different person, but when it comes to, um, chemistry, I actually felt that he was the strongest character in the story. And so I appreciated that, that he, you know, that he was able to bring out that character because it wasn't a likable character, but he played it really well. And, um, you know, given that I was kind of irritated by Henry and, and oftentimes by his mother, um, it was nice being able to kind of root for him. So, yeah, it was, it, it was an interesting choice to kick off the whole thing, but, uh, ultimately I think it, you know, it, it paid off and I know a lot of people did enjoy it. Um, the next movie, the one that aired on Saturday night on October 22nd was we wish you a married Christmas. And this starred Marisol Nichols, who's well known as, um, she was in Riverdale. She's actually best known for her role, uh, her breakout role in Vegas vacation, um, she played Becca and then Christopher Palaha, uh, who's been in tons of Hallmark movies. He played her husband, Robbie. And unlike most Hallmark movies, this wasn't a story of two people falling in love. This was a story of two people falling back in love. Uh, Becca and Robbie are a couple that have kind of grown apart over the years. And so they take this trip during the holidays to, uh, it's at the suggestion of their marriage counselor. And she says, you know, go off to this place, uh, this little place in Vermont. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's just a, a great place to try and reconnect. And so they do that and, um, end up falling for each other again. I absolutely loved this movie. I loved everything about this movie. Um, it was so heartfelt and the chemistry between Marisol and Christopher was palpable. I mean, you could just feel their connection, but feel 
when their characters, you know, kind of went from being distant to realizing that they're, you know, they, they were always in love and that they wanted to rekindle that. Um, it was such an amazing movie that the supporting characters were great. The town was so sweet and so quaint and so believable. Um, it just, I just wanted to jump right into it. And it was, it was everything that you could possibly want in a Hallmark movie all wrapped up with a shiny red bow. And it was a great way to kick off the first Saturday of Countdown, Countdown to Christmas. One thing I will say, and this is something that I, I, I feel very strongly about, and I can't not acknowledge this. I was reading about the movie on social media, and uh, the comments, some of the comments were just absolutely dreadful. And they were they revolved around uh, the innkeepers of this little town, and they the place where uh, Becca and Robbie are staying, this wonderful gay couple that are running the running the bed and breakfast where they're staying. Um, there were people complaining that there was a gay pairing in this movie. It's twenty twenty two people. Deal with it. That's all I'm gonna say. Just deal with it, because you know what. And then maybe that's not all I'm going to say. I, let me say this. The fact that people are talking about this is mind-boggling. They were a delightful couple who absolutely loved each other. And the fact that people can't handle that and even went as far as to say they needed a trigger warning so that they knew that there was a gay puck couple in the, in the movie and that would make them not watch it. Really. Seriously. It just, uh, yeah, I'm a little keyed up on that. I, I apologize because I try to keep myself as even keeled as possible, but that just, oh man, I can't believe it. Like I, I can believe it. Sadly, I can believe it, but I don't want to believe it because it's just so unbelievably uh, close-minded and petty and just, uh, it just goes against everything that they said they were in their profiles because I looked at their profiles and I think, you know what I'm talking about? So, you know what? It was my favorite movie that I have seen in a long while. My favorite Hallmark Christmas movie in a long while. I'm sure there will be other great movies this season, but this one hit all of the notes and it was due in large part to the fact that there are so many amazing supporting characters, including the couple that runs the chateau bed and breakfast that they're staying at. And without those characters, it wouldn't be the same movie. And I applaud Hallmark for working to have more diversity, be it through uh, LGBTQ representation, be it people of color in movies, you know, all of these things, they are working towards making their stories more diverse and more inclusive. And it was a criticism that people had several years ago, and they have been addressing it. And so props to them. And to the people who can't handle that, well, maybe you need to find something else to do because this is where we are and this is where we need to be and this is where we should be. So I have no sympathy for that. So yeah, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. We wish you a Merry Christmas. So good. So good. And then lastly is a, a movie called A Kismet Christmas, and uh, it's the story of uh, a best-selling children's author who's played by Sarah Ramos, who plays a character named Sarah, easy to remember, 
and uh, she goes home to her um, to her hometown, and there's this family recipe of cookies, and the family legend goes, if you sleep with one of the cookies under your pillow on Christmas Eve, you'll dream of your true love. And so she did that when she was younger and it didn't work. And so her grandmother, who was played by Marilou Henner, um, stopped making the cookies because it didn't work for her granddaughter. And uh, so now she's back in town and she discovers that her biggest fan is the daughter of her childhood crush and good friend. Uh, that is Travis, um, and Travis is played by Carlo Marx, and everybody loves Carlo Marx. He's been in a ton of stuff, and uh, so the, the story is kind of them trying to rekindle this friendship that they had when they were younger, and uh, Sarah trying to kind of reconcile that she did have feelings for Travis once upon a time, and that the cookies didn't bring her this vision of him as her true love, but you know, maybe the magic of Christmas will steer her in the right direction. And, uh, it's a quintessential baking movie. You know, there's a lot of bakery stuff in it. And, uh, that's one of the, the Hallmark staples is a good, a good movie filled with, uh, scenes of people baking and enjoying cookies. And, um, it's just a feel good movie. It's, it's a real, it's, it's real simple. It's not, you know, it's not a complex setup. Um, but it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And so I highly, highly recommend that one also. Of the three, obviously I'm going to say that We Wish You a Married Christmas is my favorite. Um, I think A Kismet Christmas follows kind of after that. And then third, in third place is, uh, Noel Next Door. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I can't, I can't, uh, if this is the first weekend, I can't wait to see what's coming up because there are so many great movies lined up this season and so many wonderful guest stars and all of the movies that we've seen before. I mean, it's, it's not just, uh, that's what I love is that it's not just about these movies. It's, it's the new movies. It's about the old movies too, because they're all in the mix. And so that means we'll get to see the, you know, the nine kittens of Christmas and, um, the nine lives of Christmas. I love those. I love those cat movies. Um, a Royal holiday and, and, uh, just, Oh, so many other ones that I just love so much. Um, but we're going to be doing this. I, I am committed to doing a podcast every week of all of the, the Hallmark Christmas movies over the weekend. And I'm going to try and get into some of the, uh, some of the other networks too. It's just a matter of, I don't know if you guys have the same issue as I do, but I have no idea how to make time to watch all of this stuff. Because let me tell you, there is some great television coming up. Um, you know, I've been talking about Interview with a Vampire and there's The Walking Dead. And there is some stuff coming up that I'm working on. I'm getting some interviews and doing some really fun stuff with. And I'm so excited about it. So I just need to find time to figure out how to watch it all. That is my biggest challenge right now. But you know what? It's it's not a bad problem to have. And being able to, to kind of finish my week with some really positive, happy, relaxing Hallmark Christmas movies, well, it couldn't be better than that. There's nothing really better than that. It's uh, Even if you just put it on in the background and have some have something else that you're focusing on, but you'll have that little bit of Christmas in your life, uh, I don't know about you, but it, it does make me feel a little bit better. So I'm excited about this season and I can't wait to see what's coming up. 
Next weekend, we have a cozy Christmas in. We have a jolly good Christmas and ghosts of Christmas always. So yeah, should be a really fun countdown to Christmas season. And I can't wait to talk about it with you. So if you've made it to this point in the podcast, thank you so much for listening. And there are many more podcasts to come on many more topics. Oh my God, I've got these inter- these author interviews coming up. That you're going to love. Oh, so many fun things. So thank you so much for supporting me, for supporting the podcast. I appreciate every single like, subscription, review that you leave. I appreciate all of it. So thank you so much. And we will talk soon. Take care, everyone.